Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Christina with Jai Bhakti Yoga, and we are going to be talking about loneliness. So um, to start, we are working through overcoming the fear of loneliness. It is a continuation from the series we are working on known as the healing heart. So we are on the healing heart journey. And so through these series, we are working on this discovery of our inner and highest self. So I have put together this uh, presentation I'd like to share with you all. And whatever comes through for you, whatever flows through for you, please, by all means, share and open up with that uh, healing your heart. And what's most important is understanding how to sustain our boundaries and invite time to pause, rest, and explore while being comfortable with being alone. One of JLo's biggest fears was being alone in an interview that she had after one of her breakups. She's this amazing woman. She's a woman, a mother, an influencer, an artist, a creative, and so much more. And she has everything you can ever think of. She's She has it all. And the only thing that she could ever want, really, but what was the most uncomfortable feeling for her was the fear of being alone. And not having that companion to share herself and all of herself with. And she found herself in that space of being alone. And I want to ask you all, because I know I too have struggled with loneliness at times, be it with the loss of my mom, the loss of a relationship or a significant other, and also not understanding what it's like to be alone. You know, we got so used to being with someone or attached to someone or living with someone that when it comes time to be alone, it's kind of like this abrupt stop. Whoa, how, how do I be alone? Where did that come from? How does this even work? And in an effort to be alone, it's really like, how do we manage that? How do we manage being alone? So how many of you struggle with loneliness and having that sense as well as finding yourself in a new place. Maybe you moved to a new environment, a new city, a new town. How do you feel in that environment? What is that like for you? 
And so in an effort to not be alone, one tends to settle or self-sabotage. And we settle for whatever the environment, the person, the place, the thing that are that we are currently in that provides whatever comforts that we're used to. And opening themselves up or ourselves up to this daunting cycle of of friends, whether our friends are setting us up um, each and every time with with a a potential new partner or accepting unwelcome proposals um, or hurtful words from people and or choosing to settle for someone or something or some place, knowing that they or it is not a good fit for you. And so in turn, we enter into the downward spiral of thoughts. And these are known as pragya aparad, pragya aparad. And this is the, the ignorance of the intellect of what we've come to know in Ayurveda from the po- past podcasts before, where we've talked about um, the ignorance of the intellect and this being pragya aparad. And so we end up closing our hearts to new possibilities. We end up closing our hearts to new possibilities. Because why? Because we're, it's out of fear. It's out of fear. And so as Illy, which we've known all to come to love and know, Illy, my best friend, has said on numerous occasions that ignorance is bliss to the ego. Ignorance is bliss to the ego. So we're edging God out. We are trying to do things all on our own and we are in a very different mindset. And so ignorance becomes bliss to the ego self. With that, I want to invite you to understand that the ego is that I-ness. And it tricks one into thinking that they'll never find the right one. Um, It's cheaper to keep her. We've heard that many a times. I don't want to hurt them. We tell ourselves when we're trying to get out of something. Um, We've had some good times. That's another common one I hear often. Well, we've had some good times. I hope for the best. And I don't want to move. Some people are really stuck in their space and they don't want to move. And that they don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to get hurt again. And yet, and yet we remain attached to the person, place, or thing because you're afraid of being alone. I'm afraid of being alone. We're afraid of being alone. And so in that space of loneliness, we don't get to fully embrace our wholeness. And so I want to tell you how important it is to be okay with being alone. I have lived it for the last few years. And some of you have through the midst of the COVID that happened and having the isolation. And in turn, it could be that this was in a way a unwelcomed yet welcomed way of learning how to be alone and seeing yourself with the capital S for the first time. So for those of you joining today, welcome back. 
And again, thank you all for tuning in. This is where we're speaking about loneliness today in today's conversation. And for those of you that um, are new to the Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation, we want to welcome you with open arms and embrace you as you're coming in and tuning in. And if you are familiar and want to support us, please do give us a follow to tune in to these weekly live podcasts that we host on Instagram. So follow us at Jai Bhakti Yoga as well as to subscribe to our free YouTube channel over at Jai Bhakti Yoga as well. And um, we also have our community newsletter on our website, jbyfnola.org. And for those of you that like to join our Jai Bhakti Yoga Club, we would love to have you become a member and uh, be a founding member as we're striving for 200 members strong. And uh, you can get a discount there at JBY10 is the code to use like so you can lock in your lifetime um, discount of 10% off that $39 membership and you'll have access to our on-demand classes these podcasts and um, many courses of Ayurveda, uh, chair yoga, gentle yoga, and so much more to help you grow and navigate through the waters of your highest self. And so welcome back. Welcome back. So what is loneliness? What is loneliness? And what is loneliness truly? And so in my opinion, In my opinion, loneliness is the fear of looking in the mirror and being comfortable with all your perfect imperfections. Looking in the mirror and being comfortable with all of your perfect imperfections. It is facing the truth of who you are in your wholeness, in your fullness, and finding acceptance within awakening into that wholeness, into that fullness. When you have... Or I should phrase it like this. Have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered why every time you misplace something that you're looking for and you're going nuts looking for it and then you're like, I give up, I'm not, I'm not going to look for it anymore. And then all of a sudden you find it when you're not looking for it. It's like that. So when you're not looking for it, it just shows up. It just manifests. And you're like, oh, my God, I would have never thought it would be in the refrigerator. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought this crazy shenanigans? And so it's because when you surrender the search, when you surrender the search, when you're when you're going nuts, when you're trying to find something, when you're trying to force something and you just allow it to come that's all of a sudden when it shows up. When you're not looking for it, it's when it shows up. And like that, it's because you surrender and you allow it to just come. And all the while, you continue to move forward and sometimes you even forget about it. You even forget about it. And the same thing holds true with discovering one's self. When, and I'm talking about yourself like the capital S, self, okay? And so when, when you let go of the attachment of the want, when you let go of the attachment of the want, then, or the need, or the need to be with someone or something or someplace, and you enter into the wholeness of your self with a capital S, all of a sudden, 
the very companion, place, or thing you were seeking finds you. It finds you. It just manifests. It finds you. And so we become more aware of the signs. We become more aware of the signs. Coming into your wholeness is the purest of gold. It is the real, pure, true gold. When you're remaining in the ego, it's like accepting fool's gold for real gold, right? When you come into your wholeness, you appreciate those quiet moments with the capital O-M. You appreciate those quiet moments and you're getting things done. You get to spend more time doing what you love. You don't get distracted. You don't have to stop what you're doing for someone else. Like you're allowing yourself to be in that purest form of wholeness within that moment. And you're able to get things done. You don't have to prove yourself or constantly question each other. You only have yourself and the divine to answer to. You are able to focus and refine yourself while truly understanding the sacred boundaries of knowing what you desire and what you will not put up with anymore. That's the beauty about embracing being alone and having that acceptance into loneliness is being able to be with yourself. Welcome, Rosa. Welcome. And this is where Illy says your peace is priceless. Your peace is priceless. I had an old boyfriend one time tell me something really profound. And it was, I may not know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And the way he said it (laughs) floored me. But it was really fascinating because I learned so much in those words. When we are clouded by illusion... We are unclear to what the desires of our hearts are. And we know we don't, well, we know what we don't want. And yet we are willing to put up with whatever along the way. And the reason for that is why, just like we've been talking about, it's fear. It comes back to the fear of being alone. So we're willing to put up with whatever. And Ram Dass said, and I love this quote, the more conscious person in the relationship will give the other the room to grow. The more conscious person in the relationship will give the other the room to grow. And this is very important. And the reason why that is because space is pivotal. It's pivotal for everyone involved. Two individuals are coming together and they're on two different life journey paths. And they become into this wholeness or oneness and even along the path even along the path of wherever you go whether it's a person whether it's a place a situation a thing you're on two different waves and the waves merge like the ocean become a beautiful big wave but at the same time there has to be this space where one should never impose themselves into the evolution of the other. There still needs to be that time of separation to go within so that you can continue to evolve and work on the very journey and the very path that you're on. Even if it's together, there's still time where you need to be in that wholeness, in that wholeness with one's self. And 
This is where holding space, the term holding space comes into play because you're creating those healthy boundaries within that relationship. And this is where when when we come into loneliness, oh, why am I so lonely? Loneliness is giving you the opportunity to embrace that wholeness within yourself. And this is where you can embrace the wholeness within yourself to create the healthy boundaries that come into play. Hence the reason for being comfortable with being alone. In the space of being alone, you discover your dharma. You discover your purpose. You have that time to expand into that expansion and to expand with it. Your companions and or the areas, the environment, the situation at hand gives you as much respect to grow as in turn you give it to grow. And as Param Jyotish says, respect is the highest form of love. And in that, you want to keep in mind that this respect and this reverence for yourself with a capital S, okay, you want to have that, you want to give it to yourself so that you can make those conscious decisions and be able to let go of past environments or past circumstances, past situations, past loves, etc., so that you're not holding yourself back from that expansiveness of growth. And Deepak Chopra says, the more tuned in you are to the mind of nature, the more you have access to its infinite, unbounded creativity. But first, you have to go beyond the turbulence. And in Ayurveda, we call the turbulence the pragya aparad. Okay, we go beyond the turbulence, the pragya aparad of your internal dialogue to connect with the abundant, affluent and infinite creative mind. So beautiful. And loneliness, when when one is lonely, you may experience thoughts of unworthiness, self-doubt. You may feel that you aren't good enough, that you aren't good enough without the other person, being, place, or thing, circumstance, environment you were once in. If it's the loss of a loved one, if it's a loss of a relationship, a job, you might find that you, you don't know what your worth is or your value, but the very essence of that is that it's a blessing. It's a blessing and a lesson that come into one union just so that you can redefine yourself and come into an alignment of refinement so that you can then re-steer yourself and navigate yourself along new waters, uncharted territory, perhaps. And these are common thoughts. So please don't think that this is like only you. You know, this is common thoughts. This happens to so many, so many, including myself. I've gone through this exactly. It's why I speak on this truth because I've been through it. I experienced it myself. And those that are going in and out of relationships, well, you know, jumping from one to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, it's the space of denial that we're wearing a mask for. And, and whilst being in that space of wearing a mask that they're, you know, they're telling themselves that they're, that they're good, that they're fine that oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with myself. I'm not, I'm not seeking and you know, whatever. But what happens is that you replace that space of loneliness with something, person, place, or thing to fill a void, to fill a void. And the void that you're filling to seek should only be filled by you, should only be filled by your wholeness, by your, by your oneness, by your, your, your essence, your, your sahar, your sar. Um, in Sanskrit. And it should be you alone. 
you alone, okay? You treat yourself to the quote-unquote luxuries of life, whether that be time, kala. We retake that time back for ourselves to refine ourselves. We take those quiet moments, the OM again, there it is again, those moments, our moments. We take those moments, the quiet times, and we begin to value ourselves more. We begin to value ourselves, we remain in a space of loneliness, we start to realize what it is that we want and what we don't want. Okay, And you will only attract those that will take advantage of you when you're replacing the void with a person, all right, or a thing or a situation. And so you are giving yourself, you're opening up the door for someone to see your hurts and then take advantage and, and take advantage and manipulate your bleeding heart only for you to stay in that space and not grow. And in turn, you end up hurting even more. And there's that old saying, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. And hence why maintaining those healthy boundaries is truly important and a reason why you should value your worth. Value your worth. Your mantra may become... I love myself enough to know. I love myself enough to know. Or it could be, I value myself enough to know. I value myself enough to know. And fill in the blank there. I value myself enough to know that this relationship is not working for me. I love myself enough to know that this relationship is not working for me. I love myself enough to know that this environment is not progressing me. I love myself enough to know, et cetera, et cetera. So start to really take that time of loneliness and embrace it and accept it into a space of refinement to discover who you truly are and your purpose, your definition of what your dharma is, what your purpose is, what is your true love, what are the desires of your heart. And I want to tell you that you want to trust your intuition here, all right? Please do. Trust your intuition within the fire of your belly. And we, in the past, we've learned this to be Agni, Agni Tejas, the fire, the digestive fire. And you'll know when something is not right. You'll know it. It will it will let you know. Okay. Rabbi Julius Gordon said this, and I and I'm gonna clarify this for you, but he said this: love is not blind. Love is not blind, it sees more. And it sees more, not less, because it sees more, it is willing to see less. I'm going to say it again. Love is not blind. It sees more, not less. But because it is willing to see less, or I'm sorry, because it sees more, it is willing to see less. It is willing to see less. The word willing. And for those in the Catholic or religious sectors, you're probably very, very, very familiar with 1 Peter 4, 8, where it says love covers a multiple multitude of sins. Okay. Now, love is unconditional. There's eight variations of love. All right. We won't go over them right now, but we will in a later topic. And 
the eight variations of love have different definitions. And one of them being agape love. And agape love is the unconditional love of God, Atman, Brahma, Allah. It's the unconditional love like the love of a mother, the love of an animal that will always love its master no matter how it's treated, right? It is that so whole love. There's there's no knocking that love down. And I want you to very clearly understand this. You are not a doormat. You are not a doormat, okay? Please understand that. Having that kind of love is not an excuse for you to be a doormat or to remain in a merry-go-round or cycle of hurt, which is known as abuse, okay? And it, it could be it could be physical abuse, it could be emotional, it could be mental, it could be verbal, it could be manipulative, and it could be self-imposed. And it can be self-imposed all for the sake of not wanting to be alone. Hmm? So having fear of leaving a circumstance will, will not only cause you more harm mentally, but physically. All right. And you don't want to be a doormat for anybody, not even for yourself. Okay. You need to understand that you can have unconditional love for yourself and have really super healthy boundaries and know exactly what it is that you don't want. Even if you have no idea what you want, you can still know exactly what you don't want and know exactly how you don't want to be treated. And that's why I say luxuries, quote unquote, because you can give yourself the luxuries and the desires of your heart, no matter to whatever extent that is. You dig? Because this is the very essence of coming into your wholeness, is learning to embrace your loneliness by accepting its presence as that gift, as that gift of healing. Okay? Having fear of leaving a circumstance will not only cause you more harm, but physically it will impact your digestion, that your digestive fire, it will become aggravated, and in turn, it will start to consume you from the inside out. So you won't you will lose that glow that you once had. You will enter into depression or a downward spiral of pragya aparad. And we want to eliminate that. Ayurveda, we want to get to the root of the matter and eliminate that. We are a preventative medicine. We have treatment, sure, once you're already in the more expressed part of the Agni, but we want to prevent that from happening. We want to prevent that ama, that backup, that buildup. And we want you to be in your ojas, your light, your, your soma, the essence of who you are, your aharas. And when you aggravate your appetite, your daily cycle, your routine, you enter into depression, you enter into um, possibly addiction, and it not only becomes addiction to, say, a substance, or it could be more, even worse than that. It could be, and I don't even want to say worse than that. I'm talking like straight up. It could be addiction to cycles, to cycles of that behavior. Your mind becomes different. You start to believe in, in this and you become addicted to the very thing that you don't want. All because 
of the cycle and the merry-go-round of hurt that you have become exposed to and it becomes the norm for you. And so you become addicted to that pain, just like a workaholic or just like someone like is in an abusive relationship. They become addicted to that very essence of that exposure that it's very, very hard to then transcend that mindset of eliminating the very essence of what's causing them the greatest harm. It's like being a dog and being trained to take that type of behavior on over and over again. And so you aggravate your appetite, you aggravate so much of these the the very essence of yourself, the way that you're digesting it, because also keep in mind, you know, the digestion process is everything that we take in, not just food that we consume as we eat it, but the environment that we live in, the people that we're we're having around ourselves, the environment that you're choosing to remain in out of fear of being alone, out of fear of being alone. And this is why we become addicted to the pain of being hurt because we're hurting ourselves even more so when we're thinking about being alone or that we don't want to hurt somebody when we're hurting ourselves in turn. And like a dog being conditioned or trained, we become accustomed to such behavior and that becomes the mindset blockage of behavior. We, We won't allow ourselves to grow because we're staying stuck in that cycle. In fact, when your heart, when what your heart desires the most does come into being, it's kind of like self-sabotage, you know, you don't even recognize it's there because you're attached to what the conditioned cycle was and those past hurts and like sand in your hand, it slips right on through. You have it right there in your hand and yet it slips right on through all because of being afraid of being alone just to recognize who you truly are. At times, one becomes addicted to the cycle like a drug. And knowing it's bad, yet the fear of letting go leads to what my friend Drew said once, God, it's crazy how we lie to ourselves when we're convinced we want something, no matter how bad it is for us. And I want to ask you this, just in self-reflection, just in self-reflection, just for a moment, you know, take, take it easy. Take a moment here to pause with me to reflect, but I'm going to ask you three questions. And if you have a journal, you have a pen, you have something around, just want to jot it down. Just want to think about it. Give it a think. That's all I'm asking. Just give it a think. How can one find true happiness if we're stuck in the cycle of hurt? How can one find true happiness if we're stuck in the cycle of hurt? All right. My second one, Remaining a victim of their own circumstances. Have you ever found yourself to be a victim of your own circumstance? The third one. Are we living in denial of the truth that is in front of us? Are you living in denial of the truth that is in front of you? Give it a think. You might watch this little video again and and pause right here in this moment and give it a think. I've been here, so I know I'm speaking from a lot of experience. So this is why I'm sharing this with you, okay? Loneliness is a tricky little devil. It's a tricky little emotion, all right? And 
I want you to understand that when you, the very essence of who you are, is unconditional love, my dear, you can love everyone from afar. You can love them from afar. You can say, you know what? Thank you for teaching me how to love myself again. Thank you for being my greatest teacher. But I'm not going to go through that. I'm not going to ride that merry-go-round again, baby. And give yourself that time to love them from afar. To create the healthy boundaries. And to understand that this is where you stand into your power, your truth, and empowerment. This is where you come into your wholeness again. You can love them from afar and still enliven your very own wellspring so as to be returned back to the wholeness of who you truly are. So beautiful. To return to the daily routines that keep you who you truly are. To return to the daily routines that keep you healthy, motivated, empowered, and uplifted. Uplifted. Fill your cup. Fill your cup. I want to ask you, how are you showing up for yourself? Not for someone else. Those of you that are yoga teachers and educators and Ayurvedis, not for your students. How are you showing up for yourself? Capital S. Okay. I'm going to read this quote. As Deepak Chopra also says, the coexistence of opposites. Stillness and dynamism at the same time makes you independent of situations, circumstances, people, and things. Mm, So beautiful. This is the essence of coming into your self-worth. This is the essence of accepting and appreciating the gift of being lonely and valuing the sacred moments. The OM is inside the moments, the sacred moments of being alone. My best friend Illy said once, I was trying, and this is really powerful, y'all. I was trying to get them to see something. There's that OM again. And was holding myself back from being something. I'll say it again. I was trying to get them to see something and was holding myself back from being something. Being alone is the time one is gifted to refine themselves and commune with the highest source. And be it God, I call it God, the universe, if you want to call it the universe, or whatever you wish to call it. Whatever you wish to call it. It is is where you come back home, O-M, home, and enter into the blissful body of consciousness. Communing, O-M, com, communing with nature and silently witnessing the intelligence within every living thing. So beautiful. My challenge to you and to me Right. Our challenge is to take this journey of being alone, taking the time of being alone to not just overcome loneliness, but to embrace and accept it. 
And by doing so, here are a couple of ideas, okay? And and uh, we all have our own ideas. We ha- all have our own ways, all right? But go for a walk in the park if you have access to that, or if you have access to a beach or near some a body of water um, in your neighborhood. If you have a, a, a nice little neighborhood, you can safe neighborhood that you can walk around in, or you can sit on your porch, sit outside for a little bit. Um, if that's not a, a available to you, is maybe be too cold where you are, then maybe sit in your living room with the window open or, you know, reorganize your closet or do something, right? Do something without looking at your phone, okay, for 20 minutes to about an hour every day, every day, every single day, okay? And whether that's, um, whether that's, I have a free 40 day Kriya log thing that I give to all my students. You could use that. You can use a little, a little journal that you can, you can write down every day. Today I did this for 20, 30 minutes, whatever. I meditated, you know, look at the beautiful nature, the birds, maybe go in your garden, whatever that is for you. Okay. And start to take that time and start to recognize how you felt afterward. Those 20 minutes, I reorganized my closet for 20 minutes. How did you feel afterward? You didn't have your phone on you. You didn't have to look up what somebody was doing. Excuse me. Nothing. You were being with yourself. You're being your own best friend. Maybe you started cooking something, prepping something. Take that time for yourself and then jot it down and then say, oh, Oh, I kind of felt, how did you feel? Check in with your emotions. How did you show up for yourself for those 20, 30, an hour? And each day do that. You're going to start to realize sooner or later, you're going to forget to have your phone nearby because you're going to be spending so much time with yourself that you're going to be falling in love with yourself again. You're going to want to love that loneliness. And what Illy and I say, peace is priceless. You don't want to give your peace to anybody now. You're like, oh my God, I love my peace. You know, one of my students, I think he's on right now, Bart Foles, went on a 65-day sojourn in Greece alone. He was embodying his wholeness. He was one with himself. And then he was inviting so much more abundance into his life. And this is the beauty of what it's like to be alone. It is becoming one and accepting your peace is priceless. It's priceless. You don't need your phone with you all the time. Trust me. You want to help yourself to help yourself. All right. Help your little self. Help your little self by helping your big self, okay? The universe operates through dynamic exchange, all right? And in order to befriend loneliness, you must begin the process of accepting yourself, capital S, and the nectar of life, the nectar of life, the qualities, the gunas that we've learned, those little qualities, heart, hot, sharp, cold, bitter, all the things, right? The opposites of attraction. These are the moments, the omens, omens that make up who you are, that make up who you are. And I love Deepak Sobra. So I'm going to quote him again because he's just so fabulous. The flow of life, the flow of life. And might I add, okay. And I know I've just been going through this myself, you know, overcoming grief, loss, um, sadness, etc. you know, anything of the like, he says, is nothing other than the harmonious interactions of all the elements, all the elements 
and forces that structure the field of consciousness, the field of consciousness. It is that field of existence of whom we are. It is our birthright. It is our birthright, friends, to experience intimacy and to enjoy the well-being, healing, and unconditional love that has been there for you all along. It has been there for you all along. By closing your heart, you allow fear to take over. And that creates your own blockages. And these are the blockages towards being alone to refine yourself. In the process of refinement, you come into alignment. Excuse me. And when you come into alignment is when you awaken into your wholeness. And when you awaken into your wholeness, what, what you had been seeking finally finds you. And when it finds you, you will be ready to embrace it fully, knowing that there may be a time when your loneliness may present itself again. But you're ready to refine yourself when it comes. The past is history, my friends, and the future is a mystery. And that, and this moment, this moment, omen, it's a gift. It's a gift. That is why the moment is called the present. That is why the moment is called the present. All right? The past is history. The future is a mystery. And this moment is a gift. And that is why it is called a present. That is why it's called the present. Okay? So I want to wish you all well. We'll keep it short and sweet today as we, it's a Monday and lots going on. And whenever you're listening to this, I know there's lots going on. But remember, it's beautiful to be alone sometimes because then you have that time to think. You are becoming clear and you're becoming whole. You are refining yourself into the alignment so that the alignment can present itself and give you just that very present so that you're not blindsided by when it does truly evolve for you, that the desires of your heart, what you are seeking, does find you only when you are open to receiving it. You're so welcome, so abundant. Thank you so much. Gracias, mi amores. I love you all, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you. Much love, and namaste. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.